1: Are now listening to the War Report Podcast Network.
0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the College Loop Podcast, episode 115 of the College Loop Podcast. I am joined here. No Colin today. Y'all didn't subscribe quick enough. He starved. Uh, he's currently. That's the end. Yeah, we, it's Colin. they
1: killed the former intern.
0: <laughs> Colin is now dead. Uh, he'll still be in the intros. You'll still like see his ghost sometimes, but he <laughs> has he has starved to death. But yeah, I'm joined here today by Mr. Daniel Locke and Harrison Tar. Daniel, how you doing, buddy? I'll let Tarr say his piece and then we'll get the breaking news.
2: Well, um, you know, I had some hot wings for dinner, so I'm a, I'm a little bit on the hot seat. Um, but other <laughs>
0: than that other than that,
2: we're doing okay. Um I, I should be able to live through this uh podcast,
0: but uh um, afterwards maybe <laughs> I may be going to join Colin. I do, not env- I, I, do not, I do not envy your porcelain throne, sir. That's facts. That's yeah. facts.
1: Daniel, glad to hear you're doing well. Dylan, hope how are you doing, buddy?
0: I'm doing all right. I'm going to be broadcasting my first ever game as a uh, play play commentator. So that's turn me up. Be- turn me
1: up. Let's go, Mr. Lark.
0: It's going to be awesome, uh, hopefully. Fingers
1: crossed. Love to see it. I am doing swell for a number of reasons, but I'm really just pumped up to like go and lead with this, folks. Usually we talk women's basketball and all the, the rest of the non-football sports after football at the top of the show. Just briefly, boys. Round of applause for the goat, DeWanna Bonner, a thousand career playoff points, five hundred career rebounds in the in the postseason. Folks, she's accompanied. She's in the only other people that have done this are Tamika Catchings and Candace Parker. That's really good, folks. If you don't watch the WNBA, that's that's good and fine, whatever. But no, it's not. Yeah, you're right, Daniel. Thank you. You should. That is nuts. Auburn, Alabama's very own. Fairfield, Alabama's very own. DeWanna Bonner, the absolute goat. I'm repping today. I'm t- I'm doing the full turn here. See, so yeah, I kind of see kind it. Of, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I'm not that flexible. But am, I'm I'm repping the goat. Congratulations to her. Just wanted to say this little piece before we get into football. For those of you guys, this is a good opportunity to take a look back at some Auburn women's basketball history and truthfully, one of the greatest to ever wear the orange and blue. I'm one of the greatest athletes to ever wear the orange and blue. Ended her career with 1,771 points. Mind you, she only played three seasons at Auburn. Averaging 18.3 a game. I had the rebound numbers in front of me a second ago, and they're equally as impressive. Give me just two seconds. I will find them. Um, I promise. Someone ramble. Help me.
2: (laughs) So um, I'm a diehard fan of the Connecticut Sun, and um, we've been very fortunate to have the one on our team. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, getting to watch her. I was a fan of her before I knew I was going to be coming to Auburn,
0: and it's also oh. a good thing that uh, Auburn just has a great history with the number thirty-four. That's right. Yeah, Bo You're Jackson, right? Charles well, Barkley, she, and DeWana Bonner. No, she wore twenty-four. Oh, I I, 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 I read thirty-four. I yeah. have that shirt. I definitely knew it was. 24. Yeah, you sold you
1: sold that one. I don't see her for whatever reason. Auburn. Auburn has have, a great history with number twenty-four. Doesn't have her rebound numbers put up, but one hundred twenty-two blocks and one hundred sixty-eight steals across three seasons. That's crazy. So congratulations to the absolute goat and all of us back in Auburn and abroad. Part of the Auburn family are rooting for your continual success. Does she have Dude. a ring? I'm sorry?
0: Does she have a ring in the WNBA? No. Ah.
1: No. Has, has, one, has step,
0: one step away. From- and coming, it's coming
2: this September.
1: Coming this September.
2: That's <laughs> absolutely right, Daniel.
1: All right, folks. That's the top of the show. And that's that's what I wanted to, to mention. We wanted to highlight. We put it up on all of our socials as soon as it happened. Super, super proud of Duana and appreciate her continually continual commitment to bettering the Auburn women's basketball program. She's there a lot, guys. Like she is she is very, very supportive and very, very involved and cannot appreciate her enough. I know Coach Jay and company do. Let's talk Auburn football, kind of a big bit of a big game. Big game. Two days away now. Auburn is headed. To College Station to play the Texas A&M Aggies. I might have pissed off a couple of their fans under the Auburn game day graphic, which not hard to do.
0: Week. not hard to do.
1: Not hard to do. They're they're soft. Um, the the game day graphic once again. I say this every week. And I'm going to say it every. Continue to say it every week. Rocked. Auburn's got one of the best creative teams in in the in the world. Changed my mind. Uh, I mentioned something about making fun of the midnight yell, which like it may or may not have been doing. If it wasn't, whatever. It's still funny. Um, and then some people got really offensive to the point, offended to the point where all that anybody could say to me, mind you, I didn't say anything other than it's funny to make fun of the midnight yell. That was my one comment and it kind of blew up and someone said it's almost as funny as making fun of gingers. I was like, all right, so you legitimately have no clap back. Gotcha. Um, understood. That is kind of, that is kind of funny. That is, that is, but that is ultimate. It, no- it, but
0: it'd be right funny if you were actually like a ginger.
1: Yeah, right. It would be funnier if I was actually, <laughs> that's the ultimate like touch grass. Um, you don't have a, a comeback for that whatsoever because you know your football program is in shambles. So let's get into it as we kind of began last week, uh, and and I think we should continue week to week talking about our wish lists. I think we may have started this two weeks ago. Uh, two things that each of us want to see from Auburn, and, and the Auburn fans should want to see from Hugh Freeze and company, and there and that and that program. As they head on the road, 11 a.m. kickoff. I'm so sorry, folks. You got to set the alarm and not sleep in that much on Sunday, Saturday. And you should be fine. You can catch up on the back end because you can't watch. You have to catch them on Sunday. They slice too good on Saturday. Oh, yeah. We'll start with you, Mr. Locke. Two things that you want to see from the Auburn Tigers on Saturday, and this is, in your opinion, a winning recipe.
2: Well, you know, it's getting closer and closer to Christmas time every single day, uh, my favorite time of the year. So I'm always happy to talk about my uh, wish list. Um, (laughs) On the offensive side of the ball, I really want two 100-yard rushers. One can be a quarterback, but I need one to be running back. Um, Or if it's Peyton Thorne and Robbie Ashford, that's fine too. But I need two different guys to run for 100 yards, um, keep A&M guessing on the ground, that will open up avenues through the air. Um, mutually beneficial and an effective way of getting the offense moving, getting up and down the field, tiring out the AM defense, giving the Auburn defense a chance to recharge. And ultimately, I feel like that will lead to a victory on Saturday. On the defensive side of the ball, uh, front seven, I'm coming back to you. I need a, I need a, I need a forced fumble, um, and I need you to recover it. Uh, If you force one but don't recover it, that doesn't count because that doesn't do any good. Sure. Um, So you need to get that fumble that you force. Um, If you give a scoop and score, I'll give you some bonus points. (laughs) Uh, Like I said, it's almost Christmas time. I'm in a generous mood. Um, Daniel said you can get on the nice list. Yeah, yeah. That's right.
1: Uh, I like that a lot about the about the defense generating forced fumble. You, I, I get that wanting them to play a physical brand of football and and force and to throw the ball because the run game you, we will speak to itself. Dylan will talk to that credit on a moment. I'm sure. My wish list, Dylan and and Daniel for that matter. I'm speaking to both of you. Hello, gentlemen. But my wish list it, it begins. It it really begins with Peyton Thorpe and and the guys around him in the skill positions, one or fewer turnovers i know that means one or zero i get that but one or fewer two turnovers on saturday i will give you some lead way you can win a ball game in the sec and turn the ball over once you you can do it you 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 can absolutely win a championship and turn the ball over once in the championship game it it stings a little extra but you know what i mean you can you can be forgiven but if it's more than one turnover you're fighting an uphill battle time of possession especially with these new clock rules i'm just gonna go and say that i've said it before they suck i'll say it a million times time of possession is infinitely more important now more so than ever and maintaining the ball your 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 possessions are limited like they, they, they are always limited but they're even more limited now with these new clock rules not giving the ball back to your opponent especially if your defense can force like Daniel said like a, like a forced fumble or you know bows up and has a big three and out and you, and you can build some momentum off that and you it's drive killers it's momentum killers and it's handing the other team the game so I want to see Peyton Thorne make smart throws make good checkdowns pump fake you use his legs when he needs to not all the time on design runs. design runs. I still want to see that, but I, slide. I, yeah, right. Absolutely. Slide. That's that goes into the turnover category. Honestly, you turn the football over, if you don't slide it, at that position. So ball security is job security. I know that's a cliche, but it's so, so true. It's cliche for a reason. And, and hold onto the football is Im- imperative. You've got to do it, especially in a hostile environment. It's going to be loud. Snap timing is going to be off uh, from time to time. It's just going to happen. It's the nature of, of playing in the SEC. But you got to make sure you're, you've, you've taken care of all your P's and Q's so that that's not a problem and you're not, you're not turning the football over in, the, in the, that running back room. You fumble, and I'm, I'm telling you what, I'm going to be upset. I'm upset. Anyways, okay. my second wish, two or more sacks from this defense. You've got to get quarterback pressure, and you've got to show that you can do it early in the SEC season. Right now, there's a lot of people talking about, can this front seven for Auburn, and I am a lot of people, by the way. I'm in that, that demographic. W- wondering if they can really generate quarterback pressure and 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 get runners down for TFLs in the backfield when it comes to the SEC slate. I, I, I'm i skeptic at best. I mean, you're going to have to have your guys, your Marcus Harris's, your Eugene Sante's, the guys that have already stepped up, they're going to have to make the guys around them play better. And you've got to find a way into that backfield. Extremely, extremely important on that front. Dylan, your two wish list items, and then I know I see you just added something else to the rundown. I did have one more question I'll pose to you guys. Yeah. but. I'll, um, I'll throw that one to you. Your two wish list items.
0: Yeah, so we saw the last game against Sanford in the second half. Uh, I think the second half mostly. I think I think Peyton Thorne got the majority of his uh, passing yards in the first half. But we saw a explosive air attack from the Auburn Tigers, something we've not really seen and something that we don't know if it's exactly consistent yet. I think if Auburn wants to win this game, they have to throw for 280 passing yards. Uh, at the minimum. We saw, we saw the A&M-Miami game. We all watched that. Tyler Van Dyke threw for 374 yards and threw five touchdowns. He lit up this A&M secondary. A&M, really good at stopping the run. And I, I, Daniel, I would love to see 200-yard rushers this game. I don't know if it's feasible. Uh, they, this A&M front seven is Lockdown when it comes to stopping the run. Well, that's so why Auburn... you got
1: her to a wish list. You can ask Santa for a puppy, but if mom oh, and dad yeah. say no, then it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> well, Santa Claus doesn't determine uh, what you – the parents don't determine what you get. Santa oh, comes... no,
1: my parents had a direct line to Santa. When I asked for a puppy, they were like, hey, man, not right now.
0: That's messed up, man. I know, that's, it's crazy. That's messed up. But the, if Auburn can't get the ball to Shane Hooks, if the, Auburn can't get the ball to Rivaldo Fairweather, can't get the Jay Fair – can't get it around the edge to Brian Battee or all these other targets. We've been talking about how great this wide receiver room is at Auburn. If Auburn can't establish the pass game early and often, it's going to be a rough game. It's going to be a very rough game because this this front seven for A and M is really good. They are basically flip flop from where they were last year. Last year, very bad, at, very bad at stopping the run. But awesome at stopping the pass. A and M. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was. I don't think it was transfers for the starting lineup, but they like digressed in a secondary and impressed in the front seven. So now they are very, very vulnerable in that secondary. So Peyton Thorne's going to have to have his A game. Can't be thrown in triple coverage. Not at all. That goes to, Tarla. goes to your point. Can't be thrown in triple coverage. Because uh, Connor Wegman got, and this goes to my next point, Connor Wegman, he actually had a really good game against his Miami defense. But Miami was able to do something to stuff uh, to stop them from scoring forced Connor Wegman to make mistakes. He's a young quarterback. This is his, I think 12th overall game as, as a starter and not 12th, eighth. I think it's his eighth overall game as starting quarterback for Texas A&M and Miami forced him into making mistakes. Uh, and if Auburn wants to win again, you've got to force them to make mistakes. This game, is it going to be high scoring or it's going to be very, very low scoring? No in between. It's either going to be gross thirteen to ten game like it was last year, or it's going to be like a 35-30 kind of game, uh, and that's dependent on the secondary. Jalen Simpson already averaging a pick a game. Uh, going to need to see him out there getting interceptions. Uh, JD Rim out there. I heard about him. He's playing a little safety as well this 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 week. Auburn's going to have to force the force them to pass the ball because A and also not that good at running the ball. They also flip flopped offensively, so. Auburn's got the stuff to run and force Carl Wegman to make throws against this awesome secondary.
1: Now you mentioned Dylan and you're absolutely right. I agree. Kind of hit retweet on everything you just said. I don't want to beat a dead horse. Guys, I've got a question for both of you and we'll all three go around and kind of keep these answers. It's not designed to be a super long winded answer for Auburn to be successful and for it to be considered a successful day for starting quarterback Peyton Thorne. Peyton Thorne has to do blank, and I'm just looking for one. It doesn't. We don't have to. There's no right or wrong. Well, there are wrongs here, but like, there's no one right answer here. Daniel, starting with you, Peyton Thorn has to do blank in order to be successful on Saturday.
2: Um, I'm gonna say complete sixty to seventy percent of his passes, um, at least two hundred fifty yards, and at least two touchdowns.
1: I like that. That's uh, actually you're you're even more specific than I am. I'm gonna be here, um, Dylan. I'll let you answer next, and I'll I'll go broad and put a bow on it.
0: So, Kyle Field is the biggest name in the SEC. It it's it does get pretty loud. 11 a.m. No matter no matter what the time is. I'm gonna need Peyton Thorne to stay within himself, stay calm, stay cool, stay collected in the pocket. Don't force throws. Don't make stupid mistakes. I had a football coach. He loved it. He, after every practice. He would say, "DDSS, don't do stupid stuff." Peyton Thorn, don't do stupid stuff. Stay in the pocket. Look for your check downs. Don't force throws.
1: Mine's kind of building off yours, uh, Dylan. Mine is uh, number one. Take care of the football. Um, and 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 don't don't turn the ball over. Like you mentioned, don't throw into the stri- that triple coverage. Uh, number two is this is going to sound really weird. Kind of just just be play quarterback. Like when I said that, like go through your progressions. Be the leader on the field. When it's time to get out of that pocket, the Dylan was saying, "Stay in," which are right, Dylan. Stay in as long as you can. Wait till I go through your progressions. Try to check, go through your checkdowns. When it's time to get out of the pocket, make the smart decision: to get out and get out of the pocket. When you just need to throw the ball out of bounds, don't try to play hero ball. Throw the ball out of bounds. If you got to take a sack, no one wants to, but sometimes you just got to take a sack, and and that's okay. Play smart, sound, fundamental football. I have serious doubts about A and M's ability to check the boxes on the fundamentals. If you can, and I think a lot of people do, if you can play fundamentally sound football, you are seventy five percent of the way there on this game. And I, I truthfully believe that it's not. That's not going to work coming down the rest of the slate. I mean, it's not going to work against Georgia. It's not going to work against LSU. But you maybe you can quite possibly out fundamental Texas A and I'm not saying this is an easy game by any stretch of the imagination. And, and I'm not saying no one's going to make a mistake because it's still very much in the upper third of the season. But at the same time. you you you, if you go through and you take care of all of the little things the rest will put you in a position with the ball game i know that's a very over overarching statement but you don't need anything flashy you don't have to break out all these cutesy plays and i don't think they will uh i don't think auburn will to, to win this ball game i think you just have to not kill yourself and that has kind of been a problem for auburn to this point in terms of getting from those third and medium third and shorts to third and longs and I love your boy Gunner to Britain, but golly, stop moving. I mean, he, we, we saw him three times against Stanford. Quit yeah. lynching. You're you're too damn good to, to, to be committing stupid penalties like that. Things like that.
0: So And for the love of God, slide. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot emphasize that point enough.
1: Yes, slide. Couple guys suffering, and the injury bug is running rampant, not just in the Auburn program, but around college football. We're in week going into week four of the season. I mean, that's going to happen. The injury bug is here. It's like a seasonal, like we used to call it in college, the frat flu. Like the first couple of weeks of, of, of school when everyone had like silly week, or whatever, and you wind up getting this cold that you can't explain, but everyone has the same symptoms, and it's not COVID and it's not the flu. It's just a bug. Um, it's kind of like that um, with college football. It's like, the injury bug has hit everyone, it has specifically hit Auburn. Dylan, talk to me a little bit about some guys um, that have seen time of practice this week that haven't seen time of practice this week. Who do you expect to see on Saturday?
0: All right, so from Justin Ferguson, who I believe is a pretty good source in terms of, like, Auburn news. (laughs) Certainly. uh, He he confirmed that Nehemiah Pritchett, Donovan Kaufman, is Miller, Cam Stutz, Javarius Johnson, Jalen McLeod, and Jarquez Hunter and Luke Deal, or, yeah, jerk was under Luke Dale were also out there, uh, practicing this week. Uh, JD Rim was playing with the safeties and the nickelbacks. So in Keote Scott's absence, we might be seeing a little bit more JD rim sure. playing that star position as well, as well as safety. Uh, but getting the, my is going to be huge.
1: Huge. If that happens,
0: I think Kay and Lee has done perfect in the time that he, is, he at times he looks like he's a freshman at other times. He looks like he's a three year starter. And it's going to be good to have Nehemiah Pritchard back against a, a A&M wide receiver core. That is really, really good. Uh, and, I mean, I could not think of a better time for Nehemiah Pitcher to come back uh, yeah. for, for that slate. But getting Garvin Coffin back is awesome because that star position has been so lights out uh, this year. Uh, it's going to suck missing Keontae Scott. Uh, and getting Isaiah Von Miller on camp's back is huge, too. Gets yeah. full strength as of offensive linebacker. I know we, talked, we said Gunner Britton. He had a penalty-wise bad game against Sanford. Cal say that Xavier Miller had a very bad penalty game. It's going to be don't make stupid mistakes on the offensive line as well. Uh, Javarius Johnson's back. Uh, I, he's he's been a pretty decent threat, uh, but I don't want to see him on punt returns. Right. Uh, that's that's just me and uh, probably everyone else in the Auburn fan base. I'm and Jalen right Jalen McLeod practicing as well, which is a godsend because if we know Jalen McLeod, he loves he loves to sack some Aggies. <laughs>
1: Certainly the case. And, and to your point about getting my Pritchett back, I think that only benefits guys like Kylie. Yeah. In terms of like you said, Kyan's played great in the absence, but um, a guy that's been there done that, and you can really learn from him in game. I think that helps a lot. Let's let's before we, we move forward, gentlemen. Um, Daniel, we do need your score prediction since Dylan and I will be on the Friday preview show, and and that will be with two young phenomenal journalists out of college station. That'll be Hunter Mitchell and Kate Harris there, the uh, sports editor and assistant sports editor at the battalion, Texas A&M battalion. Sorry, I get them all mixed up. (laughs) So Dylan and I will give our score predictions there. We need yours right here, right now. Daniel Locke's official Auburn at Texas A&M score prediction is.
2: You know, against my better judgment, I'm going to pick Auburn. Um, If this might be the last time I pick Auburn in a road (laughs) conference game for a while. Um, but I'll take Auburn. Um, I think they're gonna get it done. I think the offense is gonna open up a little bit, and I think they're gonna hang 30. And I think Texas A&M is gonna hang 27.
0: I like that. The so 30 to yeah, 27 in favor of Auburn. You say first time you might be your last time picking Auburn on a road if they game who's on the road games? It's Arkansas,
1: Vanderbilt, Arkansas,
0: Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt.
1: Well, I mean, obviously, you can't, you got to pick Mandy there. I mean, that's a given.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't think Arkansas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we know you're not picking Arkansas. I like that take. So 30 27 in favor of the Auburn Tigers per Daniel J. Locke. And we will move forward. But before we do so, if you folks are feeling as loopy as we are, you can head over to the warreport.com. That's www.thewarreport.com. You can pick up your very own college loop, feeling loopy. T shirt. Don't have to throw it up on the screen. That'd be great. Thank you, sir. It comes in five different colorways. That is College Loop World War for Podcast Network, co branded one of the most comfortable t shirts you will ever own. I love mine to pieces. Was going to wear it tonight until the goat, Dewana Bonner, got it done. So I had to, had to make a little wardrobe swap up there. That being said, gentlemen, Yes, use hashtag Feeling Loopy when you get your shirt and tweet at us. We will throw it up on the stream at the next YouTube show, whether that be a live stream, whether that be a pre recorded That's really your choice. Also, just
0: spam the chat, too, Feeling Loopy. It's
1: yeah, that's right. right. Hashtag loopy. And while you're down there, make sure you go ahead and like, subscribe, ring the bell. Drop in the comments what your wish list is for Auburn, what are two things you want to see, maybe more. If you want to give us more things that you want to see from Auburn this Saturday when they take on Texas A&M on the road, we want to hear from you. We'll talk about those on the Friday show, I'm certain. Good comments are always appreciated. Good questions are even more appreciated. And your predictions are the most appreciated. We love seeing that. So let's move forward. Let's talk Auburn softball. The wait is over. The SEC schedule is out. And I will read through it quickly. I usually don't read through schedules, but softball is pretty pretty short. Um, So I I don't mind reading through this one. Um, Starts off in Columbia, Missouri. Then you'll return back to Auburn, Alabama to take on Arkansas. Briella's homecoming series there. Then you go back to. Back on the road, Bryan, Bryan College Station, Texas to take on Texas A&M. Back at home, Auburn, Alabama hosting Tennessee. Back on the road, Baton Rouge take on LSU. Back at home, Auburn to take on Kentucky. Back on the road, Oxford, Mississippi to take on Ole Miss. And then you end your season against Alabama, thankfully. like I'm so sick and tired of that not being a guaranteed series every year, by the way. And that'll be at home against the Crimson Tide. Then you host the SEC tournament at home, and you know that that only plays to your benefit, and should be a much much different team this year, gentlemen. With this schedule out, I already know where Dylan's going, and I'll let him open it up first, Daniel, just because he's going with a layup answer that we were already we already knew was coming. But do the same, we're going to do something the same thing we did with the. Auburn baseball SEC slate when it came out we're going to talk about one series that each of us have circled and why Dylan I'll let you open it up and I know what you're going to pick and there's a lot of reasons why this is also a really good choice
0: yeah I'm going to go with the, the personal selection here uh to to welcome back a family that we have grown very close to and still very much this game is going to get very uh what's the mouthy I think yeah I think uh even without Briellas, I feel like we're going to be very pro Auburn no matter what. So that that we might need to not sit on the same side as them uh, for this counterpoint. I, I
1: think that's why we should sit on the same side.
0: Maybe you're right. You're right. Uh, be, yeah, I'm going to rock with Arkansas here. Uh, I think it's probably the biggest uh, uh, sto- storyline matchup, as well as probably going to be one of the Arkansas loaded up transport wise uh, in almost every sport, uh, but softball was a, is a big component of that. I, I think Auburn's going to have to really step up that, that to kind of that series to kind of show where they stand against the rest of the sec. And I'm kind of excited to see a Maddie Penta versus Brie Ellis uh, game. Yeah. That's going to be overthrowing
1: sick. partners, accountability partners. That's right. That was, I think that was the team. Uh, that was the name the term accountability buddies or partners, whatever that may be. Um, yeah, that's a big series, uh, fellas. Daniel, he, uh, Dylan, I know he took the homer pick, but that's, that's, that's a big series. You learn early in the SEC slate which are made of. And, and you get Arkansas at home. And let me mention this. My, my pick here, and, and I'll go ahead and spoil it, is going to be the next home series, March 29th through 31st, against Tennessee. Uh, but if you go through this home schedule overall, I will mention this briefly. You got all the teams that you want to play at home, you got them at home. And, and that's big time. This is, this is a great schedule. Um, a great draw for Auburn. Um, Tennessee is going to be another one of those. Um, you start uh, your see slate, excuse me, with Missouri, Arkansas, and AM. You're trying to figure out, you know, are you the in, are you out right now. And, and you, that Arkansas series is going to tell a lot, like Dylan said. Tennessee is going to tell you a lot, too, because when you come down the stretch of LSU and then you got to play Kentucky and in Alabama, throw a little miss missing there, Tennessee can be a big turning point. You went two out of three that weekend. You're probably in really good shape. Uh, coming down the stretch. And and, and if, if you don't, you're probably telling a whole different story because the re- prior portion of the season has probably gone significantly differently. So I'll be very interested. Tennessee's uh, loaded back up this year. They're going to be right back where, um, where Tennessee softball has been in years past. So I'll be interested to see where that's at. Daniel, your pick, if you had to circle one, and if you're circling one of ours, it's okay. But if you had to circle one, I think I know where you're going.
2: Let's hear it. I'm going to go with the Iron Bowl softball uh, there at the end of the year. Um, Any time Alabama and Auburn meet up in anything, right? Any time it's a big deal. Um, this will be a, a, a this will be an important series for um, conference tournament seating, um, and it's going to be important for Auburn to show up. Um, Absolutely. So that's my
1: pick. And uh, like Daniel mentioned. I think that for every every sport, you're, we're going to wind up circling uh, whatever Alabama matchup that may be for that exact reason, and that, I think that's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that, you know, I don't think Alabama is the most important uh, series on this schedule, but I do think it is. it belongs in the top three. I, I think we, we think we got it right, fellas. Um, I, th- I think it's Arkansas, Tennessee, and, and Alabama. But Alabama, at that point of the year, Daniel, we're coming down to games won, games lost, to see who wins the long Iron Bowl. And I keep saying yeah. that, but that but you're, you're getting there. You're getting yep. to that point and that's big time and building momentum over your in-state foe, your biggest rival going into the SEC tournament that you play host to, man, that's, that's only going to bode well. Um, if, you, if you can get the job done and if you can't, then you're you got a whole different outlook going into that
0: SEC tournament. Yes. Nolan. Can I just say Auburn, I love y'all so much. I give you money. I support y'all through and through. Can I get one of a, a baseball is going to be in Baton Rouge and Auburn's going to be at Ole Miss on my birthday. I can't. I wanted to go to a series for my birthday. It's ridiculous. You know,
1: I don't remember looking at my birthday weekend, but I, I think I'm in a similar boat. Because yeah, uh,
0: April 28th, suck. they'll be. Yeah, at – Sorry, go ahead. I said uh, April 28th, they're going to be in Oxford, and baseball's going to be in Baton Rouge.
2: I've got a men's basketball at home versus Ole Miss on my birthday. No, day before my birthday. And then um, women's basketball against Alabama at home.
1: Oh, man.
2: That's a good weekend. That's a really good weekend.
1: That's a good one. You're your lucky dog. One last note here, gentlemen. And, you know, we don't have to go too in-depth because Colin is our resident volleyball guy. Daniel, if you want to chime in, I know you call games for them, so you're absolutely welcome to chime in here. Talking Auburn volleyball right here on the College Loop, they will play host tomorrow. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Tomorrow, like six Central. Got it. Right yes. right it, Tomorrow, as as this show's coming out. Tomorrow, the show comes out Thursday Yep, I'm, I'm, with you. I'm with you. Yep, yeah. They'll they'll play host tomorrow So the number three team in the land, the Florida Gators. Auburn coming in at 24 overall. And Colin mentioned that you've got the opportunity to play Ole Miss again this uh, Ole Miss this weekend as well, so you can get a bounce back. What are the odds that Auburn volleyball and Brent Couch and company they pull off an upset? Daniel, and if it's just a crapshoot for you and you're going off vibes, that's fine. That's probably what I'm going to do. I will say I'm committed to going not this weekend, but next Sunday I will be at the Auburn-Georgia volleyball game for
2: those of you loopers that will be there. So I will be there. But, Daniel, your thoughts? Maybe like 30 to 45%. Um, I like those odds. It's doable, but this is going to be hard. Um, This team is unlike any team you have played this season. Um, This team is very, very good um this team could easily win the national championship so this is put up or shut up okay and if if Auburn can steal steal a set from them like that's
1: that's all
0: gonna deal
2: with space all about
0: I looked up the volleyball history versus Florida
2: yeah don't yeah, do that maybe that, we should have talked about that on the show there's yeah, a reason gonna, I left that out of the rundown yeah
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna cl- I clicked out that tab I've blocked that certain like browser yeah, if I ever click it again, it won't come up. Uh, yeah, that's.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Daniel, correct me if I'm wrong here. There's also an element of you're wrong. Okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> My name is Car. I buy hers. Now tell I'm me Auburn three one. If, if I'm off here, but there's also an element of these two programs are in very different places in terms yeah. of, of of just where they're at as 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 an overarching program. Mm-hmm. Auburn volleyball, I consider it pretty much in its infancy since it's pretty much been a fresh start reboot. Uh, yeah, I think most would agree, Most people would agree with me. Um, Florida has a history and a tradition of dominance in in, in volleyball's in in the Southeastern Conference and beyond. Uh, this would be a huge one for Auburn, but I, I don't. I, I think if you if you win a set, that's like a moral victory if there's ever such a thing, right?
2: Yeah. Um, you know, I was talking to somebody about this earlier today, and what it reminds me of is um, at the beginning of the first Cars movie when Mac is sleepy on the highway. And he accidentally lets out Lightning McQueen. And then um, he gets to the next race and then, like, you know, opens up his truck. And he's like, oh, um, I don't have um, Lightning McQueen here with me. Uh, that That's kind of where Florida is. And then Auburn's in Radiator Springs.
1: <laughs> that's an analogy of sorts. And I don't know
0: that I followed it, but I love that we tried it. I really do. I Does really Ida McQueen go on the list of weird athletes that we have mentioned on the show? Uh,
1: no, he goes in, this, in the list of goats. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, facts, facts. <laughs> Daniel Locke, tell everybody where they can find you. Love you. Sports You check out your
2: written work. Well, um, you can find my sports-related written work for 1890 News, Auburn Daily, or Braves today. Um, if you want to keep up with things going on in the Auburn community – um, I'm the community editor over at the Auburn Plainsman, so I, I had an article come out today that's apparently pissed off the mayor. So I'm gonna, you know, sorry, I'll Ron. That uh, pretty <laughs> soon.
1: And he's at Daniel J Lock on the Bird App. If you guys want, that, yeah, that's out. right, that's the one. Right, that's right. Yep, I'm
2: left I'm, hand I, pointing right. There you go.
1: There you go. There you go. You're getting it. You're getting it. I'm Harrison Tar. I buy Harrison Tar on the Bird App. If you want to come hang out and. Start some good Twitter banner. I'm all kind mm, of down. Anyways, if I'm just being transparent, I'm also on threads at by Hair Star. if you want to come hang out there as well, number there are two ways that you can, I usually throw this to Collins. So I threw myself off. There are two ways that you can support the show. Number one is if you can like subscribe, ring the bell right here on the YouTube channel. If you're listening on YouTube, if you're not listening on YouTube, give us a five-star rating and hit subscribe or follow, follow the show on whatever platform you're streaming us on. certainly appreciate that. That's like the the, literally the number one way you guys can support us. Trying to get to a 1,000 subs by the end of the season. 600 subs coming up soon. I think we were at 585 when I peeped earlier today. If we're up north of that, then now Dylan, I'm thrilled to hear it.
0: 585.
1: Uh, 585. Great. Let's get 15 more and hit 600 and just have a good time and keep rolling from there. Drop your comments. Give us your takes for literally anything we've talked about on the show, literally anything we haven't talked about on the show. If you want us to talk about on the show, then we will. That is uh, the number two way you can support us is – Buy the damn shirt, as Colin would say. The Feeling Loopy College Loop War Report co-branded T-shirt. Those are twenty-five dollars, five colorways. I don't. I tripped on my own words trying to say that. I was really, really going through it. Hashtag Feeling Loopy. Use hashtag Feeling Loopy for any of your takes or brags or roasts. Yeah, we want them all. Dylan, let's get out of here.
0: Yeah, and I still think sometimes I can still hear Colin's faint voice. In the background, just like
1: if you could, if you guys would just sub, we will feed him again.
0: Someone start playing Sir Gofflin in the arms of an angel as we play <laughs> this college buyers' dwarf memoriam uh, slideshow to end the show off. Uh, just kidding. Uh, maybe one day we'll get one. Uh, but yeah, I'm Dylan Lark at your boy the tank on Twitter slash x it redirects. It's just right there at your boy the tank at yaboy the tank. Also, got me on Instagram at Dylan Lark at d y l a n l e r c k. Of course, do what Tara said. Follow us here. Subscribe, like, comment. hashtag Feeling Loopy on all platforms. I'll certainly ring we, the bell. We, we, ring the bell. We search up the hashtag on Twitter to try to see if anybody's out there trying to tweet at us. Uh, I mean, you could just like I don't know, tweet at us. Uh, just uh, tag us, and we'll we'll see it. Uh, we'll if you have any good takes, we'll put you on the show. If you have any bad takes, we'll put you on the show. And I mean, we'll either agree with you or make fun of you. That's one of the two options.
1: That's the risk you run.
0: Exactly. That's the internet. The <laughs> But, of course, if you want to follow us on social media, you have us on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram, all at the College Loop here on YouTube as well. Like, comment, subscribe, ring the bell. Leave your predictions for Auburn, Texas A&M. And then tomorrow, leave your core predictions for Texas A&M, Auburn, whenever we are with, uh, you said Hunter and Cade? Yes. Correct. From the Battalion. And, of course, if you try seeing our faces, I completely understand the yeah. Also, thank Ugh. you
1: guys for 600 Twitter followers. Sorry
0: yeah thanks for that as well and if you want to listen to the show you have us on spotify app podcast google Podcasts, and amazon music and with all of that being said this has been the college of the loop podcast